This is Marriage is Our Ministry's Candid Conversations, where topics surrounding marriage and family are discussed with a very open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and let's talk. Here are your hosts, Oliver and Denise Marcel. Welcome to Candid Conversations. I am Oliver, and I have my lovely wife with me, Denise. How are you? Good. Hello, everybody. This is episode two, and we welcome you, uh, those that are listening. Uh, If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode one, we want you to go ahead and take a uh, listen uh, when you get a moment to do that. Links will be in the description Today, my wife and I are discussing something that is a topic that is um, very real, if you will, to to us. And mm-hmm. it's something that, that we deal with and are working through and, and hope that this conversation will uh, help or at least you know, spark conversations between you and your spouse uh, as it relates to this issue. And the issue is stress. Mm-hmm. And the various things uh, in life that cause stress, and how those, uh, how that stress affects our relationship, or how that stress affects marriage. And we're just gonna, you know, we're just talking about that. That's something that we live with on a day-to-day basis. Unfortunately, there are various factors that come into play. Uh, within our lives, uh, financial situations, situations with the kids, situations with um, our employment, situations with transportation. Um, And we can list several things uh, that bring in uh, a certain level of stress into, uh, into our environment. And that stress tends to just, uh, sometimes it, it, uh, it throws us off a little bit, would yeah. you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It um it throws us off and tries to um get us to lose our focus. What 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 are some of the things? Let's it it's a candid conversation, so let's we're gonna have to have some level of transparency, I guess, within this. What are some things that stress? How does it affect us? Like, what, what would you say? How what are some of the effects? Well, for sure, it's um, it affects our relation. Well, I guess it depends on the couple and how that couple handles stress. I can only speak for us. The effects on it would be um, depending on how I handle stress and how you handle stress. Okay, you, but specifically us, like so, in our relationship, so, what, what happens? So it depends on which one of us is stressed. Mm-hmm. We'll determine what happens if I'm stressed I know how I am when I'm stressed when I'm stressed I'm getting better but typically when I'm stressed I tend to shut down okay and so of course that's not any good for the relationship relationship and so if I shut down I don't necessarily you know want to talk or engage in conversation as much I'll I'll say what has to be said said I guess okay and of course that doesn't make you feel good so it kind of creates I guess tension between us wouldn't you say yeah it it um it causes us to 
to be a little distant. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, and so you handle stress by shutting down, uh, looking at how I handle stress from your point of view, what would you say <laughs> is my reaction? How, how do I handle stress? Um, I think that you're a little, you're more quiet and, um, you don't necessarily, you're not necessarily forthcoming with what's on your mind or what's stressing you, which I think is most typical of most men, but that's an irritant to me. And so that makes me get irritated and that causes not tension where we argue, but just like you said, it just causes distance. I guess the stress, the it stresses us. <laughs> the stress stresses us, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's true, though, right? It is Wouldn't true. you agree? I would agree. If you're stressed, then I get stressed and irritated over the fact that you won't talk about it. Not right away, anyway. Mm-hmm. If I'm stressed, I shut down. And that, I'm sure, stresses you out. So it's like stress on top of stress. Yeah. That's crazy when you <laughs> saying it out loud. It just sounds, but it's true. Really that funny, happens. That, that is true. That is what happens. A situation arises. One of us gets stressed, and as a result, the other reacts, and that reaction is stressful. Yeah, and it causes that a cycle. Mm. Um, we don't particularly in our relationship. We don't argue, and and well, we don't say we don't argue well we, we don't have i know in some relationships stress causes blow-ups yeah we don't have blow-ups mm-hmm. we have conversations i would say that um where you can feel the, the right. negative we, we, where it's it's tense yeah um we don't have blow-ups i'm not a a yeller or anything like that um but we it definitely visible it's a we're visibly affected mm-hmm. i would say i can tell on from your facial expressions and your body language that something's not right can you really tell by my facial expressions i can wow i, I can tell by your facial expressions that that something's uh something's not right <laughs> that's funny because people always say that they always know what i'm thinking by what's on my face mm-hmm. but i didn't know that it came across that way when I'm stressed as well, that you could tell that I'm stressed. Yeah, you can. And I think that I show it a little bit myself as well. Um, you know, my facial, my facial expressions are, are pretty even keel across the board. I think, Yeah. I think when I'm not stressed, I probably look the same way <laughs> sometimes. And that's, um, that's you why know. people always say, why does your husband look so mad? Right. <laughs> And I, I'm working on that. That's, you know, I'm just. It's who you are. I yeah, know you're that, not mad. That's it doesn't me. matter. That's, that's me. But um, I think that the reason the reason why I wanted to talk about this, have a discussion about this, is um, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of married couples who experience stressful situations and that stress does them in. Mm-hmm. you know, does their relationship in. Yeah. Um, I think I can think of a, one big one that a lot of people can probably relate to. And that is the financial stresses. Yeah. I believe it's probably the number one reason I, I would, I would say that I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, there are times when I am just 
engrossed in trying to figure out how certain things are going to be paid. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when I'm in that mode, nothing else, there's no room for anything else. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for me to work on marriages, our ministry. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for me to focus at uh, at work. It's mm-hmm. very difficult for me to to really do anything else. Mm-hmm. The only thing that that I can do outside of thinking about that is to try to figure out a way to not think about it. Mm-hmm. So for men, it's a little bit different than women, and I definitely want to get into this part of that discussion as well. But for men, it's a little bit different than women. So one of the things that I do personally is that I may watch something like I may pull my phone out and get on Netflix and Mm -hmm. just watch something that allows me to just kind of, you know, veg for, you Mm -hmm. know, a few minutes. Yeah. Um, also for men, I think, and I'll speak for myself as well. I'm, I'm looking for some, some intimacy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, have sex to take my mind off of it as well. Um, which women, and I'll have you talk about that, which women don't do that. Right. Because that's not an out for women, sometimes that is even more added, added stress, stress on on me because mm. I don't feel like I have an out. Yeah. So I I wanted to talk about this with you because I I'm 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 willing to bet that there are so many married individuals who just have a similar cycle. Right. Have a similar situation. And I see how it's difficult to to recover from that mm. at times. I think that we are growing and, and are getting better at recovering from that. But I feel like it's a candid conversation that needs to take place so that individuals can hear that, hey, they there are people who are dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, we're marriages, our ministry and Yes, we want to empower marriages, but we are growing our relationship at the as same well. time as well. Yeah. And um, this is something that we deal with mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Um, there's uh, school issues. My son is dealing with some things, and those who are closest to us know that situation. I won't get into it, but that's more added stress. Yeah. And so we spend time thinking about that mm-hmm. and and feeling ourselves becoming distant and almost kind of powerless, Mercy. like our hands are tied, powerless to even come back from that. Mm-hmm. And I want anybody who's listening to know that you can come back. Yeah. You can recover from that. And hopefully during this conversation, you will hear some things that we're doing. And, you know, obviously, Everything doesn't work for every marriage because Mm -hmm. marriages are different. But hopefully this will allow you all to start talking about it because a mistake that we make and and you, you know, you tell me if you agree with this. A mistake that we make is that during those times where we feel the distance, Mm -hmm. we don't address it Uh, all the time. Not all the time. No, not all the time. I I've been more conscious of that lately and I try to um I try to address it as of late I try to mm-hmm. because I realize that the more we don't address it and the more we 
do whatever we do to handle our stress Mm -hmm. without coming together. It's just fueling. It's it's like the enemy is fueling the distance Mm -hmm. between us. Yeah. And so I'm I'm trying to be more conscious of that. That's a good as of late. That's a good point. That's a good point because, and I and I said this in 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 one of the videos that we did that it's the it is the enemy's uh, responsibility to mm. to destroy marriages. Yeah, and the greatest one of the best ways to destroy that is to allow distance to to become something that you can't repair. Right, and. If you, you know, just think about our situation and and the times when we're stressed, there are there are times where we have to kind of like physically, you know, kind of jolt ourselves and and Mm -hmm. be like, okay, you know, come on, let's come back. Right. You know, and thankfully, thank God that we're able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many individuals who it just gets further and further and further and they haven't been able to jolt themselves to say, come on back. Or it gets to a point where you're just trying to save face. And mm-hmm. so you, you're not, you don't want to jolt yourself to come back because you're just trying to hold up your, your end of the, of the stress. Mm. You know, you're trying to, to justify your end of the stress because then it becomes not about, you know, if you think about it with us, mm-hmm. let's talk about us in particular, this, let's say the stress is finances, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm stressed about finances, and as a result, you're stressed because of the way that I'm reacting towards my stress. Right. I'm so because you get upset with me, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm stressed about that. Yeah. And my stress reliever is not your stress reliever. Right. And so now I'm stressed about, about that, that because I want to have sex, and you—that's not how you handle it. Right. And so now it's. It's not even about finances. Anymore. Right. So I'm still dealing with the stress of finances, but mm. now this is about us. Right. Right. Yeah. So when it becomes about us, now you're holding up your end of what you feel is right about it. Mm-hmm. I'm holding up my end of what I feel is right about it, mm-hmm. which now causes us to go in opposite directions, directions. even further. Right. Mm. And unless you jolt yourself and say, hey, come on back. Yeah. Now you're just spending energy just in defense of yourself, of your own position. Mm-mm-mm. And then you look up three months down the road. And, and we can't see each other. Right. We don't want to we don't want to be around each other. Yeah. That's right. So you can see how stress can lead to some irreparable. Is that a word? Yeah. Depends on how you say it, where you're from. I say irreparable, I guess, the British in me. And, and that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably right. Um, I can't say that word. Right. Hmm? You can't say irreparable. No, I can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's too stressful for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. But um, on a on a serious note, it is... It is very important, and we're realizing this in our in our marriage that it is very important for for us to be able to deal with that, and for us to be able to first before even dealing with it, for us to be able to recognize what's happening. Mm-hmm. 
And for those of you who are listening, that would be um, one of the first things that I would, if I was putting this into points, Mm -hmm. I would say to begin to work on recognizing when stress is taking you both in opposite directions. Yeah. And address it. And address it. Yeah. But even before addressing it, definitely be able to recognize. recognize Because a lot of times, by the time we recognize it, we've already spent several days Mm -hmm. in a funk. Right? And I think the, the way to, you know, make sure that you recognize it and be cognizant of it is, it's really difficult to do this, too, when you're stressed, but you kind of have to take your mind off of yourself, which is hard to do when you're stressed, but you kind of have to take your mind mind off of yourself and, you know, kind of think about your relationship. What is my stress or my stressing out doing to my spouse? Mm-hmm. Be a little um, less I hate to say this because when you're stressed is really difficult, but be a little less selfish yeah. in your stress mm-hmm. because you know, your stress is not only affecting you. Yeah, I would agree. I agree with that. And it is difficult to do. I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, when you said that about selfishness, it made me think of uh, a conversation I was having <laughs> with uh, Dr. Terry Parks and he will be uh, one of the guests on our, our show uh, one of an upcoming episode, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Parks out of Atlanta, we were having a discussion and he said something that stuck with me to this day. And he said that if you look at, I think it was, it was a, an astounding, uh, stat that he gave me. I want to say it was somewhere upwards of 90 plus percent. If you look at 90, let's say it was 90% of failed marriages, relationships <clears throat> that you can point the downward spiral of that to selfishness. Wow, really? Yeah. And that ha- that has stuck with me, and I'm, I'm going to make sure that I have him talk about that when we have him on. But even in stress, because just like we were just saying before, talking about you know me being stressed about finances, mm-hmm. after a while it's not about finances right. anymore. It's about Becomes me and about, you. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, that selfishness, me just in defense of my position mm-hmm. now. Now I'm being selfish. Mm-hmm. And that selfishness will cause us to keep going in opposite directions. Wow. It's really it's really tough. And I kind of feel like it's a thin line because you feel how you, I don't know, you feel how you feel. And it's, I don't know, I guess you shouldn't go by feelings, right? Well, I mean, we're human. Right. So there's going to be obviously some level of of, uh, emotion Mm -hmm. and feelings involved. Um, I think that it's it's something you got to practice. You know, when people uh, talk about, you know, you hear people say marriage is work. Yeah. And, you know, for a long time, I felt like I I felt like I disagreed with that. Mm -hmm. But I think where where it where work comes in is in situations like this. Like this. Yeah. Because you have to, you got to force yourself to, you got to jolt yourself out of that. Right. And you have to be aware that it's happening mm-hmm. 
to be able to jolt yourself out of that. And once you're aware that it's happening, you have to have the, you got to will yourself to do it. Cause a lot of times you don't want to jolt yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we, we get into that power struggle of who's going to apologize first and who's going to be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be the bigger person. I don't feel like I should have to apologize or Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for you to apologize or you're going to wait for me to apologize. We get into that. You know what I mean? And, and, at at the very core of that, that's you know pretty immature, mm. but that's that's our emotions mm-hmm. at play and our feelings at play, and so we we want to play that out. Mm-hmm. Whereas the work in marriage comes comes into play when you say, okay, this is how I feel and this is how I want to react to it, but I know that because I have a goal of this marriage being a success. And I know that I don't want us to be on opposite ends of yeah. this thing. Then I'm going to go ahead and do it. Right. And ev- and each person, husband and wife, have to have the will to do that. Yeah, I agree. I will say um, I was thinking about something. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I think it was last week. One of these days <clears throat> when you asked, I think you asked me what was wrong or what was on my mind or something. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then I started almost ranting, I guess, <laughs> about, you know, what was stressing me mm-hmm. about Justin in school and stuff. And I think um, the next morning, I think you could still sense or feel the stress or the tension. Mm-hmm. And you just, before you got out of the bed, said, let's pray. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, you know, had you not done that, then, you know, the distance would have probably formed throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so that you coming to me kind of diffused the the stress or the tension that would have been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I would have been stressed all day. You would have come home and saw that I was stressed and the tension just would have been there all day. So. Yeah. And what's what's funny about that is that and this speaks to what what we just said about mm-hmm. having the will to right. get go past your emotion. What's funny about that is that I kind of went back and forth with whether I should even do that or not. Yeah, I know. Or if I should just let you be. I know, I could tell. You know, and that is that's that's becoming a that's a a growth area for me mm-hmm. as well, because mm-hmm. I, I'll let the emotion get in and it's not necessarily that I'm being selfish, so to speak, but I just kind of, I'm like, well, I'm just going to let her be however she's going to be. And mm-hmm. I'm just not going to deal with it until it comes back to me mm-hmm. because with, and, and, and you have to know your spouse. Right. Um, for those of you who are listening, I know that with Nisi at some point she will say something. Right. She'll address it. The I think the mistake that we make sometimes is that, or the, I'll say the mistake that I make sometimes is that I allow her to stew in it longer than you probably should, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then that, you know, that might create other issues down the road because, mm-hmm. you know, we all know, guys, that women are, women are emotionally tied to uh, physical intimacy, yeah. whereas... 
a lot of times guys are not emotionally tied to physical intimacy. So I could be stressed about a hundred thousand things and you know, I'm ready to go still. Yeah. Um, And women are not like that. So kind of me allowing her to stew kind of is to my disadvantage Mm -hmm. because if I allow you to stew now, your emotions are, are tied to something totally different and I can't jolt you out of that. Right. I can't bring you back from that, you know, quick enough to be like, to be as ready as I am. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of a disadvantage. So first thing we'd say, be able to recognize it. Mm -hmm. Right. After recognizing it, take action. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how you feel, take action. Mm -hmm. Pray. Yeah. Right. Uh, Pray about it. It is very difficult. And I think we said this in in a a blog post. It's Mm -hmm. very difficult to it's very difficult to maintain distance with your spouse. And pray with your spouse. You can't do both. I, I dare say it's impossible. Yeah. I, mm. And and those of you who are listening, I want you to try and tell me if, mm. you know, there obviously there may be some residual emotions from the situation, but you can't be at the same place. You can't be at the same distance that you were yeah. at the, the point where you pray. Right. I agree with uh, that. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Another thing is that you also can't, physically touch and be at that same point. I don't think either. No. So if we're stressed and I see that you're stressed and you see that I'm stressed and you great example last night on the phone call, I wasn't necessarily stressed, but I was concerned. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, on the call, you started rubbing the back of my head, Mm -hmm. right? It's very difficult to remain at that same stress level. When things like that happen or I come up behind you and give you a hug or something, you know, something physical like that. So if you're listening and I don't I don't want to make it because it's a conversation between me and Denise. um, I don't want to make it clinical in nature, for lack of a better word, to give you a list of points. But these are the things that we're working on. Right. We are trying to get better at recognizing when this is happening, right when it's happening and not four days later, mm. which, which we're guilty of. Yeah. Right. We're also trying to make sure that when we recognize it, we are exercising the level of maturity that will allow us to address it immediately yeah. because sometimes we'll recognize it in day one or day two, yeah. but we won't address it till mm-hmm. day three or day four, just based on our own, you know, we're trying to hold up our own banner. Selfishness. Right. Yeah. So selfishness, mm-hmm. like Dr. Park said, mm. We're also trying to pray more. Mm-hmm. And that is a growth area for me. I feel like guys, um, I'll say this before I talk to the guys. I, I am blessed to have a wife who, is, who believes in prayer and can initiate that. However, guys, I feel like it is our responsibility, husbands, to, to initiate that more often than not. And that is something that I'm working on because I'm personally, I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm there. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm working on. Also, the the physical touch thing, which I think we're pretty good at. I think we're pretty good at it. But for us, I think that I don't necessarily 
want to, um, when I know you're stressed and you don't, and I ask you, you know, what's up, what's going on, and you say nothing, that doesn't necessarily make me want to come to you and rub the back of your neck like you like Mm -hmm. or rub your head. You know how I get Mm -hmm. when, when you tell me that nothing's wrong and I know that nothing's wrong. Instead of coming to you, hugging you, rubbing your neck, those things that I know that you like, mm. I'll just like walk away in a huff and be like, oh, this is ridiculous. Why won't he talk? Mm. And that doesn't necessarily make me want to phys- be physically, you know, to physically give you the physical touches that you need. Mm. So I don't know. For me, that's something I have to work on because the human in me wants to just be like, oh, he's just being so silly right now. Won't Why won't he just say something's wrong and he's not saying mm-hmm. I'd rather be like fine just leave him alone whatever right. when he's ready to talk he'll talk but I know that that's not what you need you've even said as much to me mm-hmm. that that's not what you need or like or want right. so the selfish part of me needs to work on that I know and and that's something we all you know we it's it's difficult man human nature is such mm-hmm. that if you think about marriage mm-hmm. and what marriage really is about like at its base form. Mm-hmm. And then you compare that to how we are as individuals. It's almost as if the two don't go together. Mm-hmm. So again, where the marriage work comes in to play is that you and I, two different individuals two, you know, our own closet banners, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That we want to raise <laughs> from time to time all have to be put aside in order for this thing called marriage to be successful. Mm-hmm. And that, and that is, that is not something that happens overnight. And I, you know, I dare say that some people, including myself, mm-hmm. I was guilty of this as well, felt as though once I got married, that that was a byproduct of marriage, that it didn't have to come, that it wasn't, it wasn't about me creating that over mm-hmm. time but it would just be a byproduct mm-hmm. of that everything would just fall into place. Yeah. And it doesn't. And so I want to say that to people who are listening, if you're going through something and you're dealing with something in your marriage, that is not cause for you to uh, look for alternatives. Mm-hmm. That is actually cause for you to do the exact opposite to, to strap in and figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. And also be able, be willing and mature enough to come outside of yourself mm-hmm. and, and your, yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and not be selfish and figure this thing out and team up with your spouse and say, okay, this is not about me and you. Yeah. This is about us and that, right. whatever the issue is. Yeah, I love it. That's good thing. And that is that's that's something that you and I we're we're trying to work on just yeah. being a team. Um, I like to use a lot of sports analogies, you know, with my son and just in general. But if you you know think of your favorite sports team, whatever sport you're into, mine is basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say I'm watching the Clippers play. All five guys on the court are doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no way is success going to be a byproduct of that that type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's the same way in a marriage and in sports. That's something they have to work at. 
So you can bring five of the best players in the world together. There still is going to be a period of time where they're going to, you know, be able, they're going to have to work on gelling, right? So it's not, you're not going to bring, bring five of the best players in and overnight they're on their way to rings and championships. Right. Yes, there will be maybe several successes Mm -hmm. based on their individual ability. But when push comes to shove, they're going to have to be able to rely on each other and they're going to have to know how the other person operates. Right. And it's the same in marriage. And that takes work. That takes practice. That takes some wins. That takes some losses. That takes uh, some going back to the drawing board. That takes some, some willingness to, to give some things up to give up your position as it were um, to help somebody else come up. And it's the same way in marriage. We have to be willing to say, okay, this is a team. This is not about me against my wife or me against my husband. This is us against whatever the situation is that is causing stress. Right. All right. Yeah. So, we don't want to keep you long because we we can talk about this for forever. But we want to leave you with this. No matter what's going on in your relationship, if you team up, mm-hmm. if you pray, if you are unselfish, mm. there is very little that, that can cause you to go in opposite directions. Yeah. If you do that. The stress will be there. Stress but- is going to be there. You know, the stress will be there, but, you know, if you do those things, the stress will be less stressful. The stress will be less stressful. Manageable. Manageable. More more manageable. Good word. Good word. Because after after we shut these mics off, there's some stuff we got to deal with. Yeah. Right. So it's not going to go away. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you are whatever stage of life you're in. Each stage brings its own level of stresses. Yeah. And so all they all of those things apply. Mm-hmm. So we just want to obviously want to share. It's a candid conversation. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you, uh, number one, have enjoyed it. And we hope, number two, that you just from listening to how we are handling this and the, the growth that is taking place in our uh, situation, hopefully, at least, if anything, be able to start a conversation mm-hmm. between you and your spouse, which is the the main goal of this whole uh, endeavor with Candid Conversations is that it sparks a candid conversation between you and your spouse. Yeah. Amen. All right. We want you to subscribe. We want you to check us out. MarriagesOurMinistry.com. Go ahead and, and uh, check us out on Facebook with the same name, Marriages Our Ministry. Mm-hmm. Comment on this. Give us some ways of how you and your spouse handle stress because it's uh, it's always great to be able to 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 hear from other people and see how they're doing things and see if uh, those suggestions can help you to uh, you know give you some ideas of some things that you can incorporate in your marriage. Mm-hmm. All right. So in closing, we just want to leave you with that. Anything you want to say, babe? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you covered it all. All right. Well. Before we uh, go, we just want to have a word of prayer. After that, uh, we have one more thing we want to say to you, and then we'll let you go. All right? So let's pray. 
Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to uh, be candid about things that are happening in our relationships. We ask that you would be with us, that you would give us uh, the courage, give us the strength, uh, the will to be able to deal with the stresses that come in our lives. We ask that you would allow us to uh, be able to recognize those things and to work on those things and to be unselfish and to team up with our spouses mm-hmm. uh, to be able to to handle these things. We ask you for guidance, mm-hmm. and we ask that you would bless those that are listening. Yes, um, give them uh, the, the strength that they need as well to be able to uh, deal with the things that are in their relationships. We ask that uh, as a result of this, uh, individuals will get mm-hmm. closer yes. and that marriages will grow stronger. Mm-hmm. We ask this in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So listen, we want you guys to email us. Uh, The email address is admin. That's a D as in David M as in Mary. I N as in Nancy at marriagesourministry.com. We want you to email us uh, topics that you think are great, candid conversation topics. Uh, things that you want uh, to hear from us about and things that you want to hear how we deal with. Uh, and we would love to incorporate those topics uh, into uh, upcoming episodes. All right. So until next time, start a candid conversation with your spouse. All right. Amen. God bless everybody. God bless. This has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Make sure you visit www.marriageisourministry.com for more engaging content as well as other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Until next time, God bless.